TV, your official source. Denver seems to stir everyone's imagination to think about great things they can do. And fortunately, whether we were born here or we just chose to call this city home, Denver has always been open to new and better ideas and we'll celebrate so many of them today as we honor you with Denver's 150 unsung heroes. And now for our very first unsung hero, ironically enough because she will be singing, we have Hazel Miller. <laughs> For amber waves of grain, for purple mountains, majesties above the fruity plains, America, America, God shed its grace on me and ground my good with brotherhood. From sea to shining sea, America, America, God shed its grace on me and ground my good we brotherhood from sea to shining Hazel, we should all be so unsung. And of course, that song, which was America the Beautiful, was written by Catherine Lee Bates after she visited Colorado and saw Pikes Peak. So now for another artistic look at Denver, we have a short video by, that the Denver Part, Downtown Denver Partnership created to honor Denver's 150th.
That was great. I think they even got all 300 days of sunshine we get every year. <laughs> you know, talk about imagining two decades ago, this skinny, laid-off geologist who'd found himself in Denver, like so many others, had this really crazy dream for the city. He thought it needed a brew pub. Ha! Imagine that. Many dreams and many, many beers later, all too many of them drunk by me, um, he is now the mayor of Denver. Please welcome John Hickamooper. You know, if there's one thing that a day like this brings home to me is that I am certainly, when I was reading the biographies of, of, of you, all of you last night, the last couple of nights, um, it, it struck me how clearly, uh, whereas you are, many of you, unsung, I am oversung. <laughs> but, but Patty brings me back down to the slightly sung. Um, it is hard to imagine that, you know, 150 years ago today, right, that the, the General William Larimer, who at that time he was a, a land speculator from Kansas, came out and he planted two cottonwood sticks on a hill overlooking the Platte. And at that time, could he ever have imagined the city that we now live in? That 150 years later, we would be one of the largest and fastest growing cities in the West, that we would be hosting the Democratic National Convention and helping <laughs> that we would be a leader in, in greening and sustainability, uh, that we would be a national model in how to, how to combat homelessness. We'd be able to reduce our chronic homelessness by almost by more than a third. It would be the first city in the country to have a strategic transportation plan that didn't just talk about automobiles, but talked about all the different ways people can get about. Uh, that we would be a city that for its 150th birthday would celebrate simultaneously the Denver Arts Week and the STARS Film Festival, uh, STARS Denver Film Festival, uh, simultaneously. I don't think he could have imagined it, and I think certainly none of those early settlers that were you know, trying to scrape a living out of that hard scrabble back then could, could have imagined it. Uh, certainly, at a time like now where we're facing serious economic challenges, not just in Denver, but in the entire country, it serves us well to look back over uh, Denver's many up economic ups and downs. Uh, some people say booms and busts, but I think busts is a dangerous word for, uh, uh, I'm talking about economically, Patty, don't start laughing. Uh, <laughs> I think that what we've seen again and again is that this community, I, we saw it in the Democratic Convention, that we do have a greater sense of pride and, and a sense of, of community and cohesion that is going to help us go through this. If you, if you step back and squint your eyes and you look at the difference today than six months ago, our country, the world, has, has not lost any capacity to make steel or concrete. Right? What, what happened was somehow through some financial you know, maneuverings that most of us can't understand, people lost faith, right? They lost their, their trust, and because that, thousands of people lost jobs, uh, people's savings have diminished. What I try to say again and again is, is don't lose that faith. Your, your savings, you don't hold on to your 401ks, it'll come back. Uh, most of those stocks are gonna grow back again in time. We've seen that again and again. 
and that if we can restore our confidence, that people can, can go out there and begin to live their lives, those people that are still working can try and work a little harder to find jobs for those who need jobs. Uh, my wife uses this as sort of an a, a, a obligation to spend. Uh, <laughs> to help stimulate the economy. But there's a certain amount of truth in there that, that those who, who can need to help those who can and, and that we all need to make sure that we focus on putting something back into the economy. We have always been somewhat geographically isolated and to a certain extent self-sufficient. Uh, and, and that history, I think, serves us well in times like this. One of the things we saw during the Democratic Convention, and you know, I was sort of a broken record. You know, I was the part mayor, part chamber of commerce, but you know, every chance talking about 850 miles of bike paths and 300 days of sunshine and you know, the second largest performing arts center in the country and you know, the litany of all the wonderful things about this community. And you know what came back to us again and again? The people, right? We heard, and originally, first we were hearing just, well, you have the friendliest people in, in the whole country. It's, at first it was a, 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 a sense of, you know, what, it's not just your, your cab drivers or your, your shuttle drivers, it's your, your police officers giving instructions. Uh, and, and then as we began to sift through, it wasn't just that, that, that our, our citizens, our community was, was so friendly, it was that they cared. And that's what people felt, that there is a huge reservoir in, in metropolitan Denver and in Colorado, I think in the entire West, of people that do give back and, and, and are anxious to be of service and, and to help create that, that sense of community. And that's nowhere better uh, exemplified than all of you here. The so-called unsung, or at least some slightly sung, uh, uh, unsung heroes. Uh, I want to mention that when we speak of unsung heroes, because people often don't recognize uh, their contributions. I think they are the truly unsung heroes. Our city council, we, uh, city council president Jeannie Robb is here as well as uh, Rick Garcia and Carla Madison and Doug Linkhart. I, I, they're all, there's Rick, Carla, Doug, Jeannie Robb. Stand up. Give them a hand. And I want to I want to recognize that they are, again, emblematic of, of all of you. Uh, and they work incredibly long hours, uh, really, to try and help create community. And uh, that, that sense of community above self is probably nowhere better represented than, than here in, in, in Denver and Colorado. I'm not sure if, it's, if, you, could, if you could measure, and I'm all, always trying to figure out a way to do this, but if you could measure the number of people that live in a place not because of business opportunities or career opportunities, but because they want to be there. They want to be in that place. I, I think that Denver would rank at the very top of that list in the entire country. I think it, it, there is some huge attraction. It's not just the proximity to one of the great natural wonders, the Colorado Rockies. It's not just the climate or our incredible cultural environment. I think it is the people. I think that creates a, a critical mass and an attraction and a glue that that, that does make us different in a very powerful way. Uh, we, we looked at when we wanted to honor all of you and try to talk about what 150 years means, it would have been easy to look and, and honor the great institutions that help drive this community, the, you know, the Metro Denver Convention and Visitors Bureau, or the Denver Metro Convention and Visitors Bureau, the Downtown Denver Partnership, the Metro Denver Economic Development Corporation, uh, the Denver Metro Chamber of Commerce. I mean, these organizations that, that again, are, are, are helping create community. But we thought that 
it would be more powerful to go out and try and find 150 unsung heroes from all different neighborhoods, all different ages, all different types of activity that would in some way be a better description of the character and the dedication that, that the city has because that character and that dedication comes from all of you and all of your efforts. So in the process of opening this wonderful exhibit today, I hope you all get a chance to see the Colorado History Museum's uh, commemorative exhibit, Denver at 150, Imagine a Great City. You are all going to be the first to see it, and there's always some special value to be first. Our friend Luke Cady has made a career of that, um, those of you who know him. Uh, certainly our founders had a bold idea 150 years ago, uh, and many others have wor worked hard. You know, if, if I see any, see any further than others, it's because I stand on the shoulders of giants, and not just Federico Pena and Wellington Webb, but if you go back and look at, the, at the, the long list of great mayors in this city that have uh, really made decisions not based on the political convenience of, of the next election or the next couple of years, but have really tried to imagine that great city and what it should look like in 50 or 150 years. And I think that's what each of you are doing and that what we all need to do is be imagining what a great city is going to be in 50 years or 100 years or when we have the Tricentennial, 300 years, 150 years from now, what does that make it? A tricentennial? A long time. A long time. <laughs> you know, who will be the unsung heroes there and how will we be able to create things today that they will value then? Uh, you know, on the, in, on, the side, on the interior of the web building, on the Wellington E. Webb Municipal Building where all the city uh, agencies are housed, there's a wonderful quote by Shakespeare that says, what is a city but its people? And I guess that's the real essence today. In our 150th birthday, we wanted to make sure we celebrated you, uh, our, the, the key, the essence of what we are, our people. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. Patty Calhoun, who is, again, hardly unsung, but certainly one of the great heroes of our community. What would, what would Denver be without Westwood? I ask you that, huh? <laughs> Um, she's going to read off the names of, of our heroes and unsung heroes, and I'm going to get a chance to uh, slap this award in your hands, uh, shake your hand, give you a hearty, rich wink, and send you on your way. And again, congratulations to all of you. I'm honored to know so many of you. I hope I get to meet the rest of you, unless it's a scandal and then I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> So again, these are Denver's 150 heroes. Let's congratulate them all.
over for Denver today. We encourage everyone to stay at the museum and go see the new exhibit, Imagine a Great City, Denver at 150. Mayor Hickenlooper, along with the Colorado Historical Society officials, will be cutting for that cutting the ribbon for that exhibit momentarily, which is why we're on this schedule. Thank you again so much. Congratulations for finally being sung for all you've done as an unsung hero for Denver, and happy birthday to this city. Following the award presentation, the Colorado History Museum's newest exhibit officially opened. Happy It's called Imagine a Great City, Denver at 150. And the honorees were the first to visit. There's a wonderful quote by Shakespeare that says, what is a city but its people? And I guess that's the real essence today. In our 150th birthday, we wanted to make sure we celebrated you, uh, our, the, the key, the essence of what we are, our people. Source 